0: podcast. Welcome everybody. It's your boy, John boy, the great AKA young Liddy. This is the no judgment podcast. And today I got a wonderful guest. This girl, she is a plus size model. She is a single mom. She has graduated from a university college. She's made impacts in the, in, in our community, being a political activist as well. Give it up for my girl.
1: Alexis Dene.
0: That's yeah. right. Woo! All right. So as y'all know, I like to interview a lot of different people with different hustles because this is really what the show is about. It's about helping other people. And we learn about hustles. And you always wonder, like, how did that person end up doing that? And so we're going to go ahead and talk about this amazing girl right here from California who now you pro- your girl probably wears... Stuff that is based off of her body. I mean, that's how hot she is. I know y'all listening right now, but y'all going to have to add on on Instagram because y'all going to have to see. Don't be thirst trapping (laughs) though. Right. Don't be thirst trapping. (laughs) So take me back a couple years. I saw you at an article, Uh right, in the newspaper where you were graduating college. Uh Tell me about that.
1: Like tell you about the specific article itself or like how that came about. How that
0: came about and the article itself.
1: Um, The article itself came about um, because I was a part of something called the Guardian Scholars Program at Sac State because I was a foster kid. So that's a program that kind of supports foster youth throughout their whole college experience. And my mentor, because every foster child gets assigned a mentor throughout their college time. And um, so my mentor was kind of one of the board members, I think at Sac State. Yeah. And every semester they like to highlight a student who has a story and like who, who deserves, I guess, recognition is what she said. You have a story, that's why. So (laughs) yeah, I have quite a story. And, um, so on my way to graduation, I get, I get a call from the SACB reporter, and she says, she introduced herself and said, I would like to do an article on you for graduation. Um, can I meet you when you get to the arena? And so when we got to the arena, I was able to meet with her. She ans- asked a couple questions, and um, that was...
0: What kind of um, questions did she ask for?
1: um she asked me things like what was my motivation um how did I do in school like what support did I receive from that particular program because I mentioned that I was a part of that program Mm -hmm. and um so that that's kind of the route she was going I felt like she was trying to
0: Get a little bit more, a little bit more,
1: a I feel <laughs> like he' like was
0: stripping outside of school, right?
1: Like, no, I wasn't stripping outside of school. <laughs> and uh, yeah, no. So I just felt like she was, she was looking for a little bit more, and I just am such a positive, like, in everything that I do. So yeah, yeah,
0: that's cool. And you had you had a really rough past. I mean, I think we all think we have rough past. But I, when you told me about your rough past, I was like, Jesus Christ, girl, you need a lifetime movie, <laughs> right? Because
1: It'll you, be here. It'll be here it, soon. And I kidding. believe it
0: will because you're on the right path. <laughs> um, so you grew up in the fossil system, right?
1: Yes. For part of my life from four to six and then 12 to aging out. How was that? That was um, interesting. I don't know. I feel like I'm older than what I am because... You had like, to
0: grow up so yeah. fast. Yeah,
1: so a lot of stuff that like people, my foster, a lot of my foster parents had to remind me, like, be a kid. Like, yeah. you don't have to. But you were
0: always on guard. Yeah, you
1: know? and I had a little sister,
0: mm. so we were always so your mama bear at the same time. Right.
1: Yeah. Yes. So, um, went to like ten different middle schools in junior high, in between junior high and high school, and then. Um, yeah, I, I moved to a lot of different homes, mm. so it was up and down. Some some good foster homes, some not so good.
0: Yeah, definitely wouldn't recommend it. <laughs>
1: no, right, definitely, definitely not.
0: Definitely
1: not. Although yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know if like, I would. Jane, it. it. Well, I don't even know. I even I even tell my parents like when they, um, you know, feel guilt or anything about anything that's happened. I always remind them that like I didn't turn out a bad person, so like you mm. have nothing to feel. Yeah. sorry for it. i mean you have to live with your choices that you've made in yeah. life but i i don't you feel the out need good to though. right yeah. so i don't i don't feel the need to dwell on the past so
0: yeah
1: i always just kind of try to be positive you no know,
0: you see like as a parent i always wanted that because like i was a troubled kid a very troubled kid like i had no guidance as far as a, like a father figure mm-hmm And I did a lot of dumb shit. I deserve to get my ass beat. So I was always running away. But I wonder, like, for my son, because you always see those kids who grew up with a, they're very spoiled. They get Mm -hmm. everything. But see, my son is like, he's good. Like, he has a good, he has good nature. He has some off-color jokes now that he's a teen. But this kid ain't never been in trouble. And I wonder, I'm like, am I spoiling too much? You know what I'm saying? Because maybe I need to make it rough for him. Right. You know what I'm saying? I know
1: I battle with that
0: too. Yeah. So much. Yeah. like, And I I remember one time he came home from his mom's and he was like, he was just upset. And I was like, what's up with you? My mom took away my PS4. I go, what? What did you do? I was like, you did something. Right. No, I promise you I did nothing. I'm like, all right, I'll get to the bottom of this. You better not be lying to me. So I call his mom. I go, hey, what's going on? Nothing. And I go. Why'd you take away his PS4? She goes, because he's on it too much. I go, excuse me? I go, pause. Does he get in trouble at school? No. Does he get in trouble at home? No. Right? Does he get bad grades or does he continuously get straight A's? Yeah. Okay. And does he do all his homework before he even gets home? Yeah. She started laughing. I go, so tell me again why you took it away? I go, you know what you look like? You look like a tyrant, right? <laughs> this kid is going to have a lot of regret towards you, right? right? So I give him everything he could possibly want. And at the same time, I'm still a big kid, so I enjoy it too.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm the, I battled the same thing with my son because he has even – I hadn't, he went on a plane at three years old. I hadn't even touched a plane until I was like 14, 15, 16 years old. You him by so, yourself? No no no, uh, no no no. No, 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 no. No, I, I mean, in do that, general. Though. They yeah, do no. that,
0: though, yeah, I don't no. know about Trust the airplane system, though. No. <laughs> yeah,
1: no. So I um I battle with that just kinda but my son, he's been an honor roll student in a, at a college prep school since kindergarten and he's now in second grade. So yeah. it's like Oh my gosh, is he in first or second grade? <laughs> There you I'm sitting here like wait a minute I just said second grade that didn't sound right that didn't bro, sound right that's how you
0: know you're getting old is bro. he
1: in second grade yeah he's in yeah. second grade <laughs> wow yeah my son is my world so yeah but yeah you have to there is a balance but I I'm kind of the same mind state like when it comes to kids if they are doing what they're supposed to do, why not? And you have the means to give them what they want, why not do it?
0: Exactly. The but, only
1: thing, but yeah, I do, I, but my son you know, growing also- Growing up, seeing all
0: those kids yes. who had everything, they turned out bad.
1: Right, <laughs> so I always remind my son like, I have to work for stuff, and I I teach him patience and things like that. Like I don't just automatically give him everything that he wants. You yeah. gotta wait till payday, you gotta wait Oh no, payday. this
0: I make this kid clean. I teach him how to cook. See me? I was I was cooking, cooking and cleaning the house. By the time I was eight, so it was required of me. I was the man of the house. My mom told me that she goes. My grandma had a stroke doing the yard one summer, and she's like, "You don't want your grandma to have a stroke, to you?" No, like, no. Then you need to. It, it's time for you to be the man of the house. So I threw the trash. I washed the dishes. I mopped, swept and mopped, Did the laundry. My mom would call and she'd tell me how to cook because she had one and a half jobs. So I see I see other people who didn't grow up cooking and cleaning Mm -hmm. and they struggle with it now. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like learn, pay the price now so you can reap the reward later. Feel me?
1: Yeah, I even personally struggle with that because like I grew up in so many different households. Literally so many different I had people who Made us clean every day. I had people who made us clean on Saturdays. I had people who didn't make us clean, who really didn't care (laughs) about what was going on. So there was so, there was so, um, many different households that I grew up in. I didn't have stable structure, and so my goal, like with my son, has just been to um, make sure that, you know, I do my best to teach him the good things that I've learned and the not so good. Piece. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's insane. And and so, I mean, like, your kid gets to see you hustle and be this awesome person, but you have to remind him like it wasn't always like this. Right. You know? And I think like for you, where you're at right now, I mean, you you always aspire to be a plus size model. No. No? Like, my whole
1: life, I was so insecure. Like, mm-hmm. I, had, I had family members putting me on Weight Watchers at 13 years old. Like, I've grown up, like, to not, yeah, <laughs> yeah. to not like my body because it's, like, people. Um, I grew up in, like, a town where there was skinny, not-so-ethnic yeah. people yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. it was kind of like I was the one who stood out because I'm the taller, bigger girl. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, I was put on Weight Watchers at 13. Um, it just, it was, I was constantly reminded that I was bigger than everybody else. I feel you. So I didn't, I didn't think I had people telling me all the time, like, you should model, you should do this, you should do that. I didn't have the confidence. So
0: what did you find the confidence?
1: Um, I found the confidence in my. Um, really when I went through like my separation, like I started to kind of gain my confidence during when I was with my son's dad, Mm -hmm. but then it was really after that I dropped weight. I was feeling good. Um,
0: Mm, How Stella got her group back. (laughs) I
1: had had people just being um, supportive and like telling me how, my personality was coming back, you know, I kind of was like that in college too, where I was the life of the party. Everybody was hitting me on Friday. Like, where's the party at? We want to be where you're at. And, um, you you know, so I, yeah. So when I, when I went through my separation and was learning how to be a single mom and everything like that, that's when I really gained my confidence.
0: That's cool. Yeah. my girl, she, we, we, we both been heavier all our lives. I've boosted her up, you know, to have this confidence. And, like, I showed her off even at her heaviest, and I show her off even at her she's lightest. She's beautiful. She is beautiful. Yes. I've always seen her the same way. Like, she's always been beautiful to me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I think it's very, very important, man, that we, we boost up these ladies because they could do so much good in this world mm-hmm. when they're confident.
1: Right. right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, we can.
0: Yes, there's so much, so much benefit of, boosting everybody not just women but even the people around us like i boosted my friends i'm like man i am so proud of you i'm so proud that you you started your business i'm Mm -hmm. so proud of you that you graduated college i'm proud of you that you treat your girl right you know right so how did how did modeling come into the play
1: modeling came into play because someone very special to me was um told me like you need to be a model. There's there's like a longer story into this, but mm-hmm. someone spoke it into existence. Man. And, man. Uh, man. Male. Male. Oh, okay. And um, he was just pretty much like, you need a model. I, My sister is a photographer, so we're going to go ahead and set that up. If you don't like it, that's fine, but I think you should just do it to do it. God I bless think, that man. And so um, set up another one for, I think, the two months later. And then I didn't really do a photo shoot after that. Now that I think about it. Hmm. Oh no, I did do, I I did a one in the water in June. So Hmm. I did like three photo shoots and then I, it just, I didn't know what I was going to do with it. So, um, one day my photographer said, Hey, one of my clients is, just posted that their agency is looking for plus size models. You should really submit your photos and just see where it goes. And um, so I submitted my photos and they instantly were like, come to meet us down in the office in San Francisco. And um, so I went to go meet with them and that's. Electrocast. Welcome to the Candle Power Hour.